What are you going to do this? Great. Great. Wonderful. Great. Well, nobody I, knows that I wasn't even late when I was late. So. Oh, <laughs> well, no, don't worry. We know now. Oh, my God. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is, of course, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, present. Maxwell, you look like a teacher today. Like you have on a turtleneck, your head's all buzzed, your your beard's trimmed. You look like you could be teaching a class. I mean, am I saved by the bell? We have Diana (laughs) DeLuna here, Diana. Also present for Zoom school. Yes. Yay. I mean, mean, you know, what I love about Diana is especially with her uh, fabulous new background and apartment, you just look like a cool mom. You know what I mean? You just, you're like our cool mom. Thank you. I'm I'm okay with being the cool mom of this audience. I, I feel like you're like a person on the view and we're like in your like ritzy living room because you've been zooming there all quarantine. You know what? I'm back on the view because I got those bunny ears for my TV. Is there a conservative on the show anymore? Well, see, well, you know that Ma- Megan, the blonde, ha- Megan and- had the baby. Well, Sarah's a centrist, so okay. uh, she's more of a centrist and actually quite annoying. And I don't know if ABC just doesn't know what to do with her, but they keep bringing her back to The View because so many of her other shows have failed on ABC. But they love her, so they're keeping her there. But yeah, but Megan had the baby. And, you know, we get Anna every once in a while. We get Anna Navarro, who I love, who is like the Republican that we need these days. We need the uh the the old school republicans oh she's tough yeah she is i i check in on the view every now i check in on the view every now and then and i she's been on it every time i check in i'm like who is this lady i don't think she's a mean mom she's just the cubana who's like i don't take no shit and you're supposed to be scared of those moms that's part of it (laughs) See, I don't know if I, but the thing is, is like, I, yes, I would be scared of her if I was like, if you're on the outs of her, but the thing is, it's like for a, for a Republican, I agree with her most of the time, you know, oh, but yeah. this was, but this is, po- this is like Trump era. Like before Trump, there were some moments where I was like, eh. um, but you know, case sera, sera. Hi, Maxwell. How are you? I'm so good. I'm an entrepreneur. What? So, oh yes. So this so, is right. So your edibles, been, your edible business is taking off. Is that what's happening here? I mean, it seems to be that way. Yeah. I've had some people hit me up. I made, I made uh, 90 edibles and they're all gone. Are you paying bills with the money? Like, is it, is it pay bill type kind of a job now? Or are you still putting your resume out there? Listen, baby, my expenses have been cut since I've started pandemicking. The bills are pay- being paid. It's great. It's gorge. Holiday gifts have been paid for now. I feel gorgeous. And I just love getting in my car and driving around. I've been listening to a lot of Britney Spears in my car or in Taco Bay's car. And it 
really taking me back oh did it, you like, hear that though did you hear that diana the my car do you hear her moving into uh taco bay's uh uh material things my car i bet that's not even your turtleneck i bet that's taco <laughs> bay's turtleneck because okay if there is one thing if there is one thing i dead ass own in this house it's definitely the closet okay do <laughs> not question that all of those clothes are mine except for the free graphic tees that say his school and running on them. <laughs> those are all his. He can oh, have those. oh yes. my God. Well, you look great. You look clean cut. I like you with shorter hair. You know, it takes me a minute because you have such good hair when it's long that it, it, I'm reminded when you shave it that it's better when it's shaved. I, I agree. I was, when I went in the shower before today, I was like, I have such good hair, but like, I hate it. <laughs> like I hate taking care of it. This feels so much better. And I do think this looks more me. Yeah, for like, sure. Can you add like a warrior princess ponytail piece that has like a brass ring or something? Oh at my the top? god! You know, I'm thinking you know? about. Inv I'm gonna get a styrofoam cone thing, and I'm just gonna figure it out. I'm gonna get a headband. I will be bald headed with a ponytail. Regardless. Oh my god, that's will, appropriating something. I don't know what, but it's appropriating Ariana Grande's culture. <laughs> Uh, well, she's a brown. She's a kind of she's a kind of brown, isn't she? Isn't she? No, she's, she's Italian. She's Italian. Yeah. Oh, the old That's school not brown. A brown. Uh, hi, Diana. Hello. How are you, love? First <laughs> oh, of all, I'm you're just nodding that comment away. Your your uh your uh holiday decor is like the rage. Like people love it, and I don't know. Oh, they see it in the photos that we take, the little screenshots. Your decor is a hit. Oh, wonderful, because I was going to do it in the bedroom today. And then I thought, oh, this is our last show before the holidays. That's so right. I am going to have a little festive background. How are you, Diana? What's been going on? How was your week? You know what? My week was good. I feel like I, much like I'm sure a lot of people are shaking off a little bit of seasonal depression and a little bit of this fuck off year depression. <laughs> Uh, so I've been doing lots of self-care things and just like exercising and getting back in a routine. And, uh, I've been drinking a lot of water and doing a lot of nighttime elixirs. You look, so, you look thank dewy. You. You look I feel moist. very good. hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. You look, you look dewy. It's looking good. I mean, we all I, look good. I don't want to toot our own horns, but I mean, we, I think for considering the circumstances of life, we look slay. <laughs> yeah. Cause trust me, there have been some circumstances. Uh, speaking of circumstances, so circumstantially, uh, sad news, but also awesome news. So I'm confused on how this is going to work and what's happening. But so Akbar, uh, which is my home bar, which was the first bar that gave me a shot as a drag queen here in Los Angeles, California. It's the bar that I uh, started and kicked off learn the words bitch uh, and have been doing for uh, five years. <coughs> um, released a, a GoFundMe recently. Uh, because like every business uh, during COVID, they are running the risk of having to close down. Um, and they, they released a GoFundMe and it was for $150,000, which when you think about it, shit, that's a lot of money. Not even 24 hours and they're already at like $119,000 or $120,000. For the GoFundMe. That's crazy. When I woke up at like five this morning, I checked. It was like 110. I was like, 
I was like, oh my God. I mean, am I still worried? What, how do I feel? What do we, what, how does this feel? I mean, we still have to be worried for sure. Cause who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, um, but it was just such like, you know, I want to liken it to like the lucky horseshoe because like, I love the lucky horseshoe in Chicago. It was like my bar. It was like, you know, it still holds a place in my heart. But when I was trying to sit here and compare a watering hole in Chicago to like what Akbar means to me and obviously the community here in Los Angeles. There's not a bar in Chicago that I would really fucking fight for. You know what I mean? That I would like go to bat for. But being in LA for six years and like being so accepted at Akbar, what an amazing fucking place that bar is. And to think that there's a possibility that COVID could take it away from us. I'm wrecked. I'm wrecked. No, I mean, no it's follow like ups. A, I mean, oh, it's I, like, no I, one else cares. I, cool, we'll move right on no, then. I was, no, I, I mean, mean I just thought it was awesome to see the spread. Like, I saw the uh, GoFundMe link everywhere, all everybody. over my Instagram from everybody. Everybody that, like, everybody who lived in LA at some point ever was yeah. sharing that, and, and I thought that was great. And the beautiful thing is also is like there's such star power behind uh, Akbar. So many celebrities go there. Uh, you know, like you just never know who you're going to run into there. And it just, I don't it's know. A very special place. <laughs> it was like one of those things where I was like, well, there's no way that COVID's going to be able to touch Akbar. You know, it's been around for over two decades, like <clears throat> over 20 years that bar has been open. And, and in Los Angeles, over 20 years is like the longest time ever for anything. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think that when I moved here, uh, uh, another staple, MJ's had closed maybe just like a year or something before I even moved to LA. And that was like another, you know, because Akbar falls into like with the black cat and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, if you don't know Silver Lake and Los Angeles, it has an abundance of queer history. Like Black Cat was uh, one of the first uh, liberation, like civil rights, LGBT uh, uh, movements, uh, like riots or whatever uh, that happened that dated before Stonewall. So, I mean, it's just very, very queer here. And, and Black, Black Cat is uh, a landmark. It is. It yeah, is uh -huh. a protected landmark, which that's something that Akbar doesn't have, and they should make it easier in Los Angeles for places to get protection for because of that. That's a good point, Diana. Like, how do we? Oh, who yeah. do we? Who do we petition to get that started? Like, how? how, Same shit, how long you does always got to do your local council people, your local officials. Your you so know. maybe a girl. So maybe a girl. Maybe a girl is probably who we need maybe to be talking to about getting. No, no, no. Maybe a girl is uh, <laughs> is the Silver Lake Councilwoman. Uh, first. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Right. Awesome. yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, maybe I mean, yeah. a woman. I mean, yeah. yes. I'm very happy to put it all on the shoulders For a of a second, woman. I thought, I thought that you were talking down a little bit. To oh my god! Oh, she might be. I don't think we call her a girl. No, that maybe is so, a woman. That is so fucking funny. Maybe a woman. Now, uh, she she is a she's the Silver Lake Councilwoman, so and friend of the show. So I mean, like, is that if that's who I need to reach out for? I am ready to reach out. I'm ready to because like because the thing is, is like, 
I don't go to WeHo a lot, but a lot of those bars on WeHo are already shuttered up. You know what I mean? And that's sad in itself because you never yeah. want to see a business fail. However, like the, the times that I just went to Akbar and didn't drink and just hung out and like, or like went and caught a show or saw a fucking comedian that, you know, you'd have to pay big bucks to see, like, it, it's just, it's just too precious for us to, to say goodbye to it. And yes, you know, maybe a woman can fix it. Call right, madam, please write your councilwoman, madam, maybe a woman. <laughs> I think that should actually be your performer name, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> madam, maybe a woman. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you it could really get away with it because you are actually a woman. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I have several affidavits <laughs> to support that. <laughs> <laughs> um, a quick program note for any of our listeners. Uh, there will not be a show next week uh, because it's Christmas. Because, you know, you should be concentrating on your Zoom meetings with your families and stuff like that and not having to listen to us fucking get shit wrong all the time um so merry christmas ahead of time um but you know that being said i just have to say i want to give just a shout out to you guys and the the new version of the tony soto show because i'm very very proud of what we have going on here like what you don't know and i think that maybe what what a, a, a major part of like maybe the, the crumbling of, of <clears throat> a previous cast would be that we didn't really there was a lot of separation. Like, let's face it, there were people in different cities and we didn't have the group chat that we have the group chat that we have now. This little, this, I'm typically annoyed when group chats happen. I don't like them. I don't want to be involved. I'm not really much of a responder when it comes to it, but I think our group chat for the Tony Sutter show is lit. I agree. I think it's very fun. And I found all I the agree. Twitters for the Slag Wars people. And that was an experience. What That's a how I found out Kane was versatile and was like, I love me a sissy. God damn it. I'm so. Wow. Wow. We just, I just went on and on. Listeners, I just want you to know, I just went on and on about how wonderful the show is. And I was about to get to point and be like, hey, Diana's one of the reasons. And the fucking bitch left. She fucking left the show. And she's gone. Hold on. Let's admit her again. Let's get You some... need to make our reaction. You need to get the clip of our reaction because we both reacted the exact same way when she just disappeared. Well, I want answers. I want answers. What so, happened? So what was As we it? were I, just I, talking about yeah, how good this So wait, <laughs> I didn't get to complimenting you quick enough. Was that what it was? Because you bailed. No. I was trying to turn up your compliment in my earbud and I pressed the center button. And if you accidentally press the center button, which is very easy to do, it will kick you out of a Zoom meeting. That's very funny. <laughs> Diana, I'm not gonna say that you, you're a breath of fresh air in this, in this <laughs> show, but gosh darn it, you sure are a breath of fresh air on this show. With uh, a tinge of marijuana smoke. Oh yeah. See, that's <laughs> That's the thing. Like, that's the one thing I love about Diana is that you know that her eyes are always going to be heavy because she's too damn stoned. And maybe she stopped listening at some point, but gosh darn it, she's always going to smile and nod. And that's what I appreciate. And be adorable. So for Christmas, I think I already got my gift. I'm very happy with you guys. And I just want you to know that um, I'm also thrilled that we're doing all this Patreon content. Because if you're not listening, if you're not watching our recap shows of Slag Wars on our Patreon, you really are missing out because uh, 
we have a lot of fun doing it and uh, they come out every thursday on patreon what show should we do next that's a great question that's i, was I thinking, feel like slag wars is about to wrap up real quick i, I didn't feel- say i didn't even think that was going to be an i thought we'd at least get it to a uh, yeah more i didn't I think the next yeah. one might be the last one yeah no that I next one is accurate. the last one yeah, Three. yeah, yeah. Four, yeah there were four episodes and it kind of felt like maybe like what did they run out of money so like, never mind no listen this, this, we're saving <laughs> this for the recap show oh yeah all right listen let's take a quick break when we come back we have guys our guest is a good judy of mine and honestly one of the best character actors of our time uh sam pancake from the new reboot of saved by the bell We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. And as I said before the break, guys, we have, I don't care. I think he is one of the most brilliant character actors. He's every fucking where, does that, and I want to know if that is offensive too, because I kind of feel like I might've just offended him. Sam Pancake, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, Sam. No, that's not offensive at all. It's not offensive at all. Like literally this year, since we've all had a lot of time to sit around and think, I was like, oh my God, I, I am the guy who I wanted to be, which is like, I knew I was never going to be a movie star. I mean, Jesus. And um, even when Tom Hanks came along, they're like, you look like Tom Hanks. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm gay and out. And it's like 1990, so it's not going to happen. Um, it, things have changed. But I was like, I want to be that guy who's like in everything. Not just because I love to work and it's really fun and my ADHD is good for that kind of life, but also residuals, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Before before we started recording, I was telling you that because because we have met um, a couple of years ago, you even were one of our very few guests that we've ever had on the Gay Power Half Hour. Uh, uh, because you're loosely yep. related to Casey, according well, Lucy like or Casey <laughs> likes to ride that out. That, <laughs> that you're really we are though. Removed. I know. Oh, I know. I know. You're listen. Certainly, we are. He's given me the whole rundown a million times. But <laughs> after meeting you, and then you start to like just watch TV. Like you have had one of the most like your fucking resume for TV spans all the way to the '90s. Like you're in everything. You can say it, it goes to 1990. I mean, it's pu- public record now. I can't deny it. So yeah, my fr- and then I even did commercials <laughs> before that. So I'm just, you know, a fucking witch. I just, witch, I'm a witch. Well, I, I, like- We so, love witches we here. Love that. So, but, but with someone who has a resume that long, like what was it? When was the moment? What was the job that you were like, huh, people are watching. Well, there have been many- because I I have not had the breakthrough like Sean got Will and Grace or, you know, I haven't had that moment in my life still, which I, I've made my peace with. And I didn't go in for Will and Grace either. I just learned it. But, but um, you've been on a Will and Grace. Uh, you've been on a couple Will and Graces. Three, three of them, yeah. Three, but who's counting? My, my, my bank is. <laughs> my thing is this, and I say this to all younger people too, who are coming up or anyone, any age going through their career. It's just been a, it's been a stream of like, oh, this is great. This is 
great because even you can get the big sitcom, which I've done, like I get on the sitcom, it lasts for 13 episodes, goes away. I get that pilot that's gonna be amazing. It doesn't get picked up. You know, there's been so many st stops and starts and hiccups and weird looking back, like randomly doing Curb Your Enthusiasm because, and Cheryl, who I went to college with being at the audition and I knew Jeff Garland from Chicago too. And, and like Larry, however that all happened, that little part on Curb in like 2001 or two opened all these doors, which looking back, I realized that was a big deal. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. You know, I do remember getting my first like national commercial in like 89, 90 and being like, done and done y'all, I've made it. It's never gonna stop, but it, it stopped, you know, just like, or even getting wings in 1990, my first sitcom line, I was like, I was grateful for the that breakthrough of finally getting a fir my first line on TV, but it, it never, you never feel complete. Like the Skylar sisters, I am never satisfied. Um, but you, I mean, I, I, I feel like you've, I, I feel like you've hit like, like you, you've had a lot of momentous steps though, you know, like, like even from your first one line to, I mean, yeah. now you have a, a pretty good arc on uh, what is it? A million little things. Little things. So, yeah. Yeah. So you have, a, yeah, you have like, what, like, what is it like seven episodes now that you've been on for, for that? Um, I think, I mean, I, I get confused on what was on and what I shot because I just shot a handful more. Just I got back from Vancouver a, couple, a few weeks ago for this season, so I don't know. So it's still going. Yes, it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, you... yeah. We're in the third season. Yeah, it's it's a y'all. I'm so grateful every day. It's been a weirdly personally good year for me. Am I allowed to say you that? Really you really are. You know, mm -hmm. I was just we celebrate all victories here. I, yeah, I was just talking to Thank Parvesh China as well because you oh, know he was Parvesh, on. Yeah, he was on connecting briefly before they canceled it. Yeah, and, I auditioned for the part. I know. Oh, honey, yeah. every fag in this town auditioned for that damn show. All right, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't audition. But like you know, he, he you know, but but because of that, a lot of doors have opened up for him and he's like you know strangely enough 2020 is a good year i think if 2020 is a good fucking year for you you should fucking wear that because a lot of us have not had a good year well and that's like i've had my thing has always been like i've had the worst years of my life when everyone else is doing great and i mean like the depths of my like drug addiction and before and going to rehab and like when everyone else has been like obama's here it's like don't get me wrong obama was amazing i had i loved all that but like there's been times when everyone else is, is thriving and I'm like barely aliving, literally. So I was like, that's how I justified my guilt and like kind of like cringe about it. Yeah. Because also it's everything's now that Trump, no more Trump. Now I can say 2020 is a great year for, for in, in, in at least that way. So, and you know. it, well, that, that's a good little segue. And thanks for helping us make that move that way. You're a tortured soul. Um, <laughs> you've been, yeah. you've been an out, actor your whole career what yeah what has that been yeah. what has that been like and do you regret it do you think that if you weren't maybe you'd be further well it's interesting I've thought about that a lot only because um I've been asked about it in interviews before especially like when I don't know so I I, I could my story is that like I never felt comfortable being lying about myself I wasn't going to go into auditions and be like hey man my name's Sam yeah this is my girlfriend Meredith and just like play that fucking game that lots of guys were playing in the 90s yeah. it helped that I was a, a kind of Tom Hanksy charactery but gay and so it was very limited for me in the 90s I could whether it was good for my career or not I could not have lived a life being in the closet like I would have killed myself I'm literally 
other than how I was, you know, I was using a lot of drugs and, and alcohol and all kinds of crazy partying going on, which was certainly a part of the weird paradox of life what as a gay man that, through the 80s and 90s. Was that the 90s? 90s? Oh, good time to party though. Good time. 80s and 90s. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just like being like under the spec the specter of AIDS when we were all like, our my friends were dying. I guess I'm not really being clear, but my point is there have been times when I regretted it where I've been like, yeah, maybe I would be, um, I don't know, Tom Everett Scott comes to mind. I don't even know why, but some some kind of like more average looking white guy like me in the 90s who like got this career, but probably not. Maybe what made me special eventually was that I was out and gay, you know, because I wasn't going to get those parts. Now I do a whole one man show about the fucking, happened to me again last month, y'all, we won't get into it, where I was at an audition, they, the breakdown was like, don't be overtly gay. And when I tell you my head exploded yet again, I was like, are we still doing this shit? Because I was told all through the 90s to not be so fucking gay. Yeah. End of the 90s, Will and Grace starts, oh, be gayer. You're not gay enough. We want like above the shoulders, zazzle, 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 faggot, faggot. And I use their words, you know, their- you, We love I that word here, what they were trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. of course we own it, but they were like, so there, I just sat back, not sat back, I didn't, I've never sat back. I've had, I've leaned into every fucking thing that's happened with, with gay people since I realized I was gay in 1960 because I was a kid. My point is it's helped, it's hurt. I'm glad I, who, I am who I am now, I'm happy, I'm healthy. I, you know, I've been through a lot of shit. I didn't kill myself when I, when I tried to, I, I changed my mind, so. Uh, yeah, and well, thankful for can, that, you know, like, and a lady can, they can change mm -hmm. their minds anytime, At any time. <laughs> and we're thankful exactly. you did. Anyway, thank you. As, as I, you know, I'm rambling again, but like, I, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I, as my therapist would say, <laughs> considering your drug use and that you're a gay man who lived through the eighties, you realize how lucky you are to be alive. I, I was like, yeah, so I got to just take that with me. I, you know, I think I tell people the only reason uh, that I uh, didn't get HIV until my thirties was because I was in central Illinois. You know what I mean? Cause I was a big old <laughs> slut, but- West Virginia. But it's like- West see, Virginia. Yeah, so it, it, If I'd have been in New York, different story probably. Oh, know. for sure. I, I, anyway. I would have been a statistic for sure. I, I and I believe believe that um so another situation has just happened and uh let me bring in uh maxwell and diana too because i have been recently uh uh at home isolating alone and so i'm always looking for something new and uh then i saw that there was a saved by the bell reboot and I mean, Maxwell, Diana, did you guys watch Saved by the Bell back in the day? I mean, Maxwell, you're kind of young. I Every. Was, I don't I judge, right? No, that was not, I was too young for that. Not even like- uh, Maxwell looks roughly 14 right now, 14 with a beard right now, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, not even, not even like one of the later ones, like, you know, I when they went to drive. college or I'm whatever. I 16 with a beard. Um, No, no, definitely not that. <laughs> Diana, really... Diana. Oh yeah, it was every day after school that 2:30, 3 o'clock. I think it, I think there was like three episodes and then my mom got home from work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say, like, I loved uh Save Bell. Not for the not not the old one because not for the writing, because it wasn't funny. Uh, yeah. but because AC and Zach Morris were hot. So uh when I heard there was a reboot, I was like, okay, fine. I'll pay the $4.99 Peacock, uh, damn you. Mm -hmm. And I started watching 
And who do I see pop the fuck up in the reboot of Saved by the Bell but Sam fucking Pancake? Sam, this is your year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how did that, how did that happen? Of 2020. How did that happen for you? Um, gloriously, it was an offer from Julie Ashton, who's a casting director that's that I have that is my friend and has put me in, or brought me in for lots of stuff. Very grateful to her. Um, but it was, uh, she was like the Saved by the Bell reboot. And I was like, what? Because my old person relationship to Saved by the Bell was like, it was on Saturday mornings here in LA on Channel 5 or whatever. It was hung over Saturday morning fair because nothing else was on back in the days of just networks, you know? And so you'd be there sitting on Saturday trying to struggle through watching fucking Saved by the Bell just to catch Zach or Mario Lopez shirtless. Yeah. 100%. That's it. That's it. Because and then, then California Dreaming so came on. <laughs> yes. I never saw that one. So when she said there's a this teacher, the drama teacher, which initially we thought it was going to be more episodes, and, and then I had to go to Canada, but whatever. It's fine. I'm so grateful. And then she said, here's the thing. It's really funny. It's very tongue-in-cheek. And it's Tracy Wigfield, who was one of you know Tina Fey's right-hand people on 30 Rock. And I was like, oh, tell me more. And it's Arrested Development and Simpsons writers tell me more and tell me more. And then I read that first script um, because I did, I'm in the one of the episodes in the middle. And when I read it, I, I literally laughed out loud, which this kid reads a lot of scripts as we probably all do. Like I've, I audition every other day or at least read the sides. This literally, I was like, oh, they fucking get it. It's so funny. And then the first episode I'm on, they brought me back at, like in August. August. So the thing that you see first, I shot last. Oh, me. that's interesting. And I, then I got to read the pilot, not until then, because I just read the episodes I was in. And I was like, fuck, this is funny. And when I was on the set with Josie and um, Dexter and Spencer, uh, uh, plays Spencer, it's Abraham Rodriguez who plays Spencer. I was like, do you little children know how fucking funny this is? And do you know who Elizabeth Berkeley is? I said, do you understand do they? who Elizabeth Berkeley is? Do they know? Do you? And they were like, she's, I was like, because, oh, here's my, can I tell a story quickly? Yeah, you can yes, say anything please. you want. And then I'll shut up about it. This is the magic. Because Elizabeth Berkeley, Showgirls, and I just like love Elizabeth Berkeley and her arc and her, her whole like story to me and life is amazing. I go to the fitting, Universal. They did that fucking thing because here's something that's inside scoop. It's, it's better now, but like streaming shows, and I've done a few, are often not as logistically well-oiled machines as networks are, and I don't know why. It's just a different structure, and sometimes you're like, and it was new, so things were, anyway, they had me park in the wrong place, which sounds minor, but to an old, angry grandma like me, gay grandma, don't. Had to walk all across the Universal lot, honey, from from fucking Limley parking over to Barham, if anyone knows what that means, Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh. And this is for the fitting. I get to the fitting. I can't find the, I go upstairs to the thing. And this is where my cranky old diva comes out. I'm not a diva on set. I can be a diva when I'm trying to walk across a parking lot. (laughs) Someone just tell me where wardrobe is. Oh, go down for, and this is like, this was before COVID. So it wasn't, you know, before we, before everything shut down. I go to the, okay, go to the second floor. Then I go down the first floor. I'm like, I'm Sam, I'm playing a thing. Hello. And I get to the first floor. Elevator opens up, Elizabeth Berkeley, eight feet tall, standing in front of me. And because I am so in my fucking like pissiness about where's wardrobe, I, I was like, doesn't matter when the doors open, who it is, I'm gonna ask him. I was like, hey, do you know where wardrobe is? Oh my God, Elizabeth Berkeley. Like literally like that. She was like, hi. And she like was so kind of, well, I'm not in any scenes with her, 
But the whole, because she's so beautiful, she just glows with that money, that Lauren, Mm -hmm. that Greg Lauren money star glow. (laughs) And it was, and she was like, said the nicest thing. She's like, we saw your tape. We thought you did. Because they all like had to like vote on me getting this tiny part, which was nice. So that was kind of Because they're all producers. Yeah. They're all producers. Exactly. Um, And the rest of it was great. It was all great. And I, and, and they kind of like, oh, I don't, behind the scenes stuff, I, 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 I won't, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. Nothing was bad, but like, I just had some interesting, funny conversations with those kids about their relationship to the original say by the bell. Well, you know, uh, suffice to say, they didn't really know it. Well, that's, and see, that's... actually Josie said, I, she's like, Josie, who's, you know, very young was like, I didn't know it, but I did watch at least four or five episodes before. I thought that was certainly the polite thing to do. <laughs> would be rude not to. Now that's Josie. Or something that's like that. Josie she's Tota. Who uh, yes, who yes. is uh, a, a, a trans girl who is also a producer girl, yeah. on the show, but yeah. she's a lead character. She's one of the young. She's one of the young leads, and it's 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 so amazing on just how normal it is. You know what I mean? How how they yes. address it in the first episode, and then it's just a fucking non-issue. And exactly. When I say, and now Diana, I know that like, uh, have you watched it yet, Diana? Have you? Oh yeah, I pe- watched all. We talked about this. I have Peacock too. That's still charging me four ninety nine a month. Do it, do it. But, 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 but did we actually like fucking like? Because because it's so funny. Oh, it's- I love it. I love it. I think that the mm-hmm. from the pilot, the pilot is so sharp. It's so um, aware of itself. And I think that humor can be overdone and hard to do. But I think because it's so like this goofy world that they're bringing you back to, you know, in like this 2020 circumstance, it was hilarious. There's a, a part where they're in the max and they're like, you guys go to a sit down restaurant every day <laughs> that from that part, I was, I was like, I'm in this show. Yes. This well, is hilarious. It, it's just so brilliant because uh, it talks like there, there's a, there's an inner city school that closes down. So they have to go to Bayside and then you still have the old people and then you have the new people. So the thing is, is like even the clapbacks upon on the old episodes are so funny because you're only, if you've watched it, you're only going to get it. And there's a and, and then there's a good chance that maybe if you're young you're not gonna get it and that's okay because it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's still so funny and yeah the balance they've struck between like things that actually meaningful issues like the the trans the her transness and then and then there's like the goofy kind of thirty rock funniness of it all is such so beautifully I think it's such a beautiful balance I'm glad it did well I'm glad people got it because apparently it it did well i mean for whatever that means on streaming <laughs> i mean it even it, i mean listen it, it was not without controversy either because you know they made fun of that girl's yes. kidney and uh I know. Who, who's the girl with the Oops. kidney maxwell the one who got the kidney done selena gomez yes that uh-huh. girl she has, they, she they, has they a made, lot of hateful fans on the internet they, yeah they made they made a couple <laughs> a couple jokes about the reference to the kidneys and those little kids just went crazy and you know it's successful when little kids go crazy and they cut them out they cut the jokes out too which they, they shouldn't have because uh? the thing is is the, the 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 narrative about what they were trying to spin was that was that oh it's going to turn people off from kidney donation really only if they're stupid like it's a fucking funny joke let it fucking yeah. go sometimes you can laugh about fucking kidney transplants now <laughs> are you getting a season two is there going to be a season two of this are you going to come back do you know can you say i, I have not heard anything i'm i don't know I, i'm sure they will i hope they bring me back i don't know as a guest star you just find out as you kind of go along and just hope for the best i'll tell you this much inside scoop 
they paid they paid unlike some other situations they paid it wasn't just like scale plus nothing take it or leave it it was like they paid well which i'm always grateful for they paid like a network which i appreciate that's amazing <laughs> like anyone needs to hear that that's amazing it no. just makes a difference of to me of course it you does know? it's yeah. your livelihood like listen actors can go months with no fucking money so it's like but but here's my listen, one thing early these if you yeah. if you ever see elizabeth again or elizabeth if for some yes, reason you're listening so. to this show i need you to know I need you to love your entire self because they're giving you the pregnant soap opera actress filming. Like you're always sitting down. There's always a folder in front of you. Listen, the gays are gonna come and watch you and we love the way you look no matter what. Put that folder down and just hang out, girl. Stand up. We don't, have you noticed that? Is that just me? Like I watch a lot of soap operas and literally he's holding a folder every time or she's sitting down and they're like because they're trying to like not film her whole body and i'm like girl like i don't care if you got a little hippie queen i want to see it all well that's well she looks great in person she doesn't look much different than showgirls maybe it's because she's so tall and a lot of people are not that's another thing yet i don't know about the folders but yeah watch it there's a folder in front of her every time every time maybe they're trying to set people to scale (laughs) like here's the folder (laughs) anyway sam like you're gonna stick holding a dollar bill (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna stick around with us uh we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna do our listener questions of the week we'll be right back tony soto show all right, we are back with the show now, listeners. Uh, we do these questions every week. So if you'd like your questions, concerns, or comments around this show, all you have to do is go to the TonySodoShow.com. It's right at the top of the screen. I give you no work because I'm assuming you're all white people. Um, uh, who's going to kick us off with our first question of the week? I will with gay for Trump. Uh <laughs> Full disclosure, I don't listen to this show. I listen to the Gay Power Half Hour. But you don't take questions on that podcast, so I am writing into this one. Why don't you, by the way? Cowardice? Trump has been amazing (laughs) with Operation Warp Speed. Are you grateful? Will you take the vaccine? I can't wait to hear you cry when the libtards lose in Georgia. Honestly, I have to say that's one of the most impressively long uh, written letters that were anti me. And, and I and I give you a platform because I think that people should know that I get shit like that from people. Uh, wow. Sam, are you how are you feeling about post-election? Where are you in the Trumposphere? Do you have any Trump supporting gay friends? Um, not that I know of, but I'm from rural West Virginia. My mother still lives there. and She's a Democrat. So we have a lot of talks about that and the people around her that are these lovely, sweet, nice, kind, Christian, polite people who then are, explain why they're voting for Trump. And they clearly ha- haven't, they don't know anything that we know about Trump. Like they're in that whole other world. In fact, if you guys don't mind, I read that and I wrote a couple of things down because I would oh. like people like this yes. to go read esteemed factual publications like the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the New Yorker, or the Atlantic, which they don't. I have two articles, easy to look up. One is in this week's New Yorker. It's called Countdown to Immunity by Carolyn Corman, K-O-R-M-A-N, the New Yorker, December 14th, 2020. It explains all about how all that worked. Also, um, uh, tr- the Pfizer didn't take any of the warp speed money, just so everyone knows. The Another, another one to read is 
because I'm not an expert. I want you to go to the experts for this shit. Um, there's an article to, yesterday in the Washington Post called how the deep state, quote unquote, scientists vilified by Trump helped to deliver an unprecedented achievement. And it basically breaks down. And there's a number of, um, of, of authors, Yasmin Abutalib, Laura McGinley, and Carolyn Y. Johnson, two Carolyns, hooray Carolyns. And it's, it basically says like how this all succeeded despite and kind of because of Trump, but it's not that clear cut. And I'm so offended by anyone who uses that lib or uh, in the suffix, because it's making fun of developmentally disabled people, Absolutely. which is exactly what Trump does, 100%. which is exactly what's wrong with all these people. It makes me furious and I'll shut up. Okay, go read those articles, person. So you're going to get the vaccine, I'm assuming? Oh, am I? Yes, I will when I'm allowed to. I will. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, and I never get fucking sick. I, I, bless you. I mean, look, I, I, I know, I've, had, I've had a dry cough for weeks because it's just so arid out here and the air is so dry. I feel oh, like I'm dying. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. So, and, and uh, uh, now I, at the beginning, and I know what he's talking about here, at the beginning of it, you know, when this whole started happening and Project Warp Speed became a thing, I was like, I don't trust anything that man is behind. I don't trust it. Now, he's not, he wasn't in there stirring the shit up. You know what I mean? So I, I, I have faith that he wasn't in there like tasting the soup, you know? Well, un unsurprisingly, all this, these really, someone, not him, got all these really great scientists to get together to do this. He'll just take credit for it. Yeah. That's, that's right. Usual. Operation he has zero Warp Speed. to do with it. Operation Warp Speed is just a marketing name. Yeah. It's just, it was the committee <laughs> yeah. that he had to put together. He had to put together some yeah. sort of Corona yes. response. He had to do something. So he named it opera. And what kind of motherfucking leader does not thank the individuals who were like the actual scientists who developed this shit? How do you yeah. only thank yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maxwell, well, sorry, you, I don't how do you feel about either. this, Maxwell? Um, About the vaccine? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take it. I mean, I've bought drugs in the corners of bars and put them in my body. I I um, have bought food from people that are paid less than minimum wage and don't have a high school education and put that in my body. Um, I have no idea what the food industry is doing to my food, and I put that in my body every day. Um, these people are paid lots of money and went to school and paid lots of money to be smart and do this. I don't know why they would poison the world because this is a world problem um not like a liberal problem or a, like conservative problem so like i'm gonna take it i'm very excited i hope being in correlation to a teacher taco bay gets me on the list faster i want to go on vacation i miss my friends okay well that made it weird i sure hope i get to jump the, the line so my teacher boyfriend can keep teaching and i can go to barbados <laughs> Um, I mean, my friends don't live a, in Barbados. There's a website. Uh, there's a website that you, so can, everyone knows. that you can put in, and it can be like seeing where you fall on the yeah. on the list. And like, like my friend did it, and he's like, "I'm like 300 million." Well, I was like, "Sorry, Queen, I'm just gonna stay in my apartment until someone knocks with a fucking yes. syringe." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm ready." Uh, See you next summer. You. For coming over to this show just to let me know that you listen to the other one because I'm happy yeah, you're Gabe. listening. Who's next? Are they gonna listen to this episode? Like, who it's do a we big even... gamble. It's a, I mean, listen, you're 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 bringing on too much work for yourself uh, to get the response <laughs> to this question. But bless you for doing that. Who's next? Me. <clears throat> this is from Slag Wars. You three are so cute together. Thank you. 
I am mm. no supporter of the Patreon or no, I am now a supporter of your Patreon. And I want yeah. you to know that I love Slag Wars, but more so I love watching you two talk about it. Diana, I hope you know that you are quickly getting stands. Go off. Sam ah. Pancake, Sam Pancake, are you watching Slag Wars? I need to, there's so much to be watching, but my best friend Roz Razzalus watches it and tells me about it and I need to watch it and I have it and I, I need to. There's three episodes. There's three episodes. There's only three? Yeah. Short commitment. Four. And there's, and there's one more. So and there's going to be four episodes. It's at slagwars.com. You need to go there. As soon as this is right done, down. you've got nothing else going on. Let's face it. No. So watch. <laughs> Empty life. What? I mean, this. this... Writing it. Down. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. I mean, they showcase non-binary people, trans people, sex workers. They talk, right. have conversations about race issues. It's really brilliant. They needed and... to. They need. They needed to have more than one trans woman on the show, though. And 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 we'll talk about that this week on because uh, we also do a recap of Slagors. So, do you know the Cock Destroyers, Sam? Are you a fan of the Cock Destroyers? Do you know them? Yeah, yes, I'm familiar with the show. I know the Cock Destroyers. Yes, yes, we love. Uh, it, great. It, listen, I didn't love. Uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't a follower of them prior to this. I mean, I knew of their videos only because Maxwell is a juvenile. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I and going into it, I was like, oh, uh, who these girls aren't going to be good at this. And I was right halfway. Um, uh, but I also love Sophie after this episode too. I love Slag Wars. If you're not watching it's it, it's so great. You should be watching it. It's just and if I will watch anything with an English accent, I'm very Anglophile. Oh, but I don't it's, care if it's Down Abbey or Cactus. No, no, no. It's the poor kind. It's not like oh, I still like in. you know there was a still. Scottish well, guy who never used teas. You know, it was like oh, uh, 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 that kind love of it. stuff. Hot for it. <laughs> And if you're Platform. not following our Patreon, you should also follow that because our uh, Slag War reviews are iconic. I mean, they're so fun. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Definitely worth the price of Peacock. It's just pro. <laughs> it's just pro sex. It's like it's it's what where I am mentally is that we are from Puritans and sex is so vilified, and you can mm-hmm. tell that their ambitions is to put it on a different streaming service because it's censored, you know? So they're trying to make even the content uh, safe for- Oh, more palatable more for palatable, another thing. Oh, okay. Which I think is a good thing because if they came out with just slapping cocks on their fucking like, you know, sucking dicks and whatnot, then- Like me, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, like- <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, think that it's, they actually censored it because they're trying to get an Emmy nom? I don't think it's an Emmy nom. I think they're trying to get, I think that, they could definitely I think that get that's, one though. That might I be think. an ambition, but, but it's not going to happen. On I'm an Academy TV Academy voter. I'll, I'll, I'll vote for it. I need to watch you it. You need first, to watch it. First. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. can you please write it in for us on, yeah. you know, even for like, I, the, I, I can, can we put in a few requests? <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, sure. just, I mean even if it's for the creative Emmys, <laughs> the ones that aren't streamed on TV, I hair just think makeup. it means, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely hair and makeup. Oh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're going to wrap this up with uh, So Bad It's Good. Hi, Tony, Max, Diana. Love you guys. Also, so excited to say hi to your guest, Sam Pancake. Ooh, look at this, Sam. It's for you. Right. Saved by the Bell is an iconic part of my childhood, mostly because I was not yet gay and Zach and Slater were my first crushes. 
but the show was not good, really, <laughs> or even very funny. My question for Sam is, was he reluctant to be on the reboot or did he just know it was going to be good? I was not reluctant because money um, <laughs> and I'll do almost, and it was, and again, it was an offer. I didn't have to audition, which is so nice. And it, it's, especially if it's an offer, I'm not gonna, it's very little I'll turn down. And then I was like, okay, we'll give it a shot. But, but the casting person with the offer explained to me, and she called me, she was like, here's what it really is gonna be. It's very different. And I was like, okay. And then I read it and I was like, oh shit, I'm lucky to be in this. So isn't that's it, how that works. Isn't it flattering that people uh, think that you can just turn down work? Isn't that great? Doesn't that make, <laughs> you, feel, doesn't that make you feel good, Sam? I mean, it's so- Hollywood I mean, is such I lies. Them. Isn't Hollywood just such lies? <laughs> I did pass on auditioning for a Grey's Anatomy last week where this was not in the breakdown. This, it was a fun little part guest star thingy. But then as you read the second page of this or third page or whatever the side, you realize he's been, he's been naked the whole time. And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I, not that they offered it to me. I passed, I was like my fat old white ass hanging out for the rest of my life in Grey's Anatomy being that guy whose ass is hanging out screaming <laughs> about COVID on Grey's Anatomy. You'd be so and brave. It'd be so, so brave, Sam. You'd be, you'd be so, so brave. brave. <laughs> So brave, brave, honey. I, I it's a, it's gonna be a mystery to all those even sleeping with me because the lights are gonna be out. Okay, I don't no, want lights you. on either, Queen. You reach a certain age and you're like, you could at least have a dimmer. <laughs> you could at least have a dimmer. They're like, oh no, daddy, daddy, I love it, daddy. Mm, too bad. Nope, daddy's daddy put the lights out. <laughs> Did you have fun today, Sam, on <laughs> the Tony Soto show? Yes. <laughs> I said that like a real gay person. Yeah, and that's how I, I like to hear. Yeah. Yes, thank you for having me. Oh my god. This is different than when I went to your are, do you still live there on um on Yeah, I have a move. Oh, I shouldn't give away your address, I guess. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I'll I, cut it out. But you and Casey. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and actually Casey <laughs> just moved back into the neighborhood. So he's like a couple streets down again. So I'm like Oh, so nice. nice. Yeah, you know, I love that. My step cousin. Yeah, your step cousin twice <laughs> removed. Sam, tell people uh, any future gig you have or something you have or where they can find you on the internet. Tell us about you. Yes. I'm on Instagram at the Sam Pancake, uh, Twitter at jsampancake. I have my own podcast, which is very um, kind of niche, but I cover TV horror movies from the 70s and 80s. It's called Sam Pancake Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie. Oh. Um, it's wherever you want to get podcasts. Um, along with Say by the Bell and A Million Little Things season three that I'm on right now, I'm also in this HBO Max LGBTQ history docu-series called Equal. And I feel like HBO Max did not give it the love, it, it, the promotion. I shouldn't say this shit. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't care. They, no they didn't one get that well promoted. <laughs> okay. But it just takes one person to record that clip and send it. Anyway, I, just go, if you have HBO Max and you are interested, you're an LGBTQ person or an ally or interested, go watch this very important docuseries about the history in America of LGBTQ rights up to Stonewall. And I'm in that along with like Cheyenne Jackson and Samira Wiley and all these great people. Um, anyway, there's that. And then also uh, I'm on some other show and I, I'm forgetting what it is. Oh, Search Party. Um, I'm back. I'm on Search Party season three with Drew Drogi and I play evil, like not evil, but like super 
gay wedding planners and we come back on search party season four in january where is that show uh where does that show play on because i have oh that's hbo max see, that's hbo max who i just insulted see, i yeah, just so can't I, be taken on listen up. i just can't be taken on any more fucking eight dollar charges to see other shows y'all need to get hbo I max get it, is I, the best one and visually it's you. the most pleasing but to look what at i've heard well. is that they're the yes. one that's struggling the most and that's the reason why that's warner wild. brothers movies are coming uh, that's why they're putting all the warner brothers other movies on hbo max to help fucking save it because uh that's why I was like, oh no i don't think i like true. it it was on the yeah, npr it it's true it's on the npr okay fair enough uh if it's on the fair npr enough. it's gotta be true i buy it that's gotta be some, some director was fucking uh interviewed and he was like hell oh hell but that's christopher nolan and he's so right. mad right that's now it. that's it that's uh, it don't listen to him oh boo yeah, he's yeah, mad like... about the tenant and not making any money on that he doesn't think that the studio support i don't want to listen to anything that comes out of his mouth that that's poor rich exactly. white he's man. not Boo-hoo. representing small filmmakers well it was also exactly. followed up by the person who was reporting saying that hbo max is the lower rated one and has the least amount of subscribers so that's it's just, also literally the newest one though right hbo yeah. max yeah, yeah, the yeah. newest one yeah well anyway i love that hbo max has yet and i'll try to get someone's password <laughs> uh otherwise i'm not taking on it i have it i have it too you know what we're <laughs> in a fucking you. pandemic we're all bitching about jeff bezos taking all our money when we really should uh, be asking fucking netflix hulu hbo max all these peacock no i love oh it. yeah love amazon it. yeah all of it <laughs> um, all of that uh diana uh, you know, I will be uh, furiously and feverently waiting for the next and final episode of Slag Wars. Uh, and uh, I can't wait uh, to be back after this holiday, little holiday break. I hope everyone has a good, safe holiday and stays home. Yeah, stay fucking home. Maxwell. Oh, wait, Diana D. Luna with three oh, E's that's right. on you the all Instagram. Know you know me. where to find her. Uh, Maxwell. Um, I have a new millennial moment. The last millennial moment of the best year ever, 2020, um, is going to be out on Monday on my Instagram TV. Um, other than that, you can contact me via a direct message about my in- uh, my edibles that I'm selling. I'll men- mail them to you, drive them to your house. I have flyers for them now. It's iconic. Flyers? Oh, my God. You have little God. 90s flyers? I can't wait. I can't wait till this is all done and we can see what your storefront is gonna look like. Um, No, it's all about e-commerce, baby. No storefront. (laughs) All behind, like all digital. Don't worry. Yeah, duh. I mean, one man shop here. Um, guys, if you like the Tony Soto show, go ahead and find us on iTunes, subscribe to it, like to it, rate it, whatever. I also do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie. Anywhere podcasts are streamed. We will not be doing a show next week. Merry fucking Christmas. But we'll be back the week before, uh, or the week after with Parvesh China as our guest. I am the Tony Soto show on literally everything. Um, so I don't have anything to plug, right, Maxwell? No, learn the words, bitches. Um, learn the words. I mean, I mean, why not? We yeah, can we say, are. listen, learn the words, bitch, on January 4th is going to be an all virgins episode. So be looking out at learn the words, bitch, nice. on Instagram. Follow our Instagram. details on when you can uh, sign up to do our all virgins new year 2021 learn the words, bitch. Till next week. Or, nope, till two weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.